In this house, you'll hear from courageous people who have stepped into their power after turning challenges into grit that creates, motivates, and levels up. I'm Parker Phoenix, and this is my house. Welcome to House Momentum. Jackie is a Reiki master, psychic medium, and owner of Healing and Guidance by Jackie. Her number one mission is to guide people to find the power that lies within them. Whether it's getting over a breakup, an introduction to the spirit world, or helping someone just figure out their true path, there is nothing she enjoys more than connecting and teaching others to do the same. A lot of people, I don't know if they know this about you, because I was surprised when I found this out about you, that you've done a bit of burlesque and some pinup is that true what what was that all about yeah so it's uh you're right not a lot of people know that about me it's 100 true i did a bit of that in my late 20s um it came about very sporadically i i decided to take i've always been interested in like the world of burlesque and the world of like 50s pinups and 60s and I used to dress more so that way also and I discovered the New York School of Burlesque and I was living in Jersey City at the time and I was like oh F it let me just take some classes whatever so I think in the third class they were like oh we actually do a student showcase and I'm here and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna do the student showcase not knowing anything about what it involved Um, so I wound up picking out my own song. I made my entire costume just for future reference for anybody. Do not sequence a bra without knowing what you're doing. I, I, it, (laughs) it probably took, I'm not even joking, like 30 hours to sequence. Um, but I did everything. There's a video of it still that once in a while I watch and reminisce and, um, Aww. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, it, it must be very empowering because you come across as more on the shy side or quieter side, I should say. So for when, when I heard that about you, I was like, wait a minute, what? Like, so <laughs> was it something that you did because you just wanted to get more, get more confident with yourself or embrace a different side of yourself? Like what, what sparked that interest as well to even put yourself out there like that so, in the showcase? It's a, it surprises <laughs> people of how much of a Leo and Scorpio I really am sometimes. Cause if you, mm, if you meet okay. me, I don't know. Now I see much more of it than I used to be, but I like to do stuff that scares mm-hmm. the shit out of me that I have no idea what I'm doing. And I, Oh, that's, those are the best yeah. things. So you learn the most about yourself. Exactly. So like <laughs> in my early 20s, I just picked up and left and worked on a cruise ship in Hawaii. And then in my later 20s, I was like, let me just do this. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I like taking the approach of just like one step in front of the other. And I just figure it out mm-hmm. along the way. It was kind of the same with like the pinups. Like I did a pinup workshop. I I think it's like Betty Bombshell Workshop or something. I got all prettied up, everything. And then a few months later, they wanted me on a deck of cards. So now I'm on a deck of cards. I have two two decks of them in my apartment. So, yeah, I think it it almost like... I wasn't completely comfortable with my body at the time when I was doing it either. So it helped me Mm -hmm. become more comfortable with my body and be like oh my god people like appreciate me like the way I look and all this <laughs> stuff it's a bit it's yeah I'm I'm uh 
looking forward to who will listen to this and learn that little fun fact about me because I don't think a lot of people yeah. in my current, probably because that was like 12 years ago. I don't think anyone in my current life knows. Wow. wow. Talk about like empowerment right there and liberation too. Speaking of empowering, you have been lately really, within, I wanted to the past few years, really stepping into kind of your own power with your own business, your kind of services that you're providing. Um, and your, the name of your business, if I'm correct, is Healing and Guidance by mm -hmm. Jackie. Um, tell me more, tell me about your, your business and how you came about, came about, um, embarking on all of that in that journey. Yeah. It's, um, it's a really interesting thing because I grew up a, a very specific way, like told to hide my feelings, a very angry person, just not just a bitch. Basically I was, I was a bitch. Not, not going to lie. Don't we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? Okay. <laughs> I had so much anger inside. So it's funny because when people only know me from that period of time and they find out that I'm doing this, they're like, how the fuck did you get there? But so I've been doing the business for like four years now. I absolutely love it. But I always say that I really believe I didn't have a choice to even end up where I am. Like this is my life purpose. I'm, I'm one of the very, very lucky people in my life to honestly know what I was put on this earth to do. And yeah, and I don't take it lightly. And I, I just love what I do. Like what I was saying before, I've went through like a series of just shit, just shit. <laughs> where it's like <laughs> years of like anxiety and depression and anger and therapy and medication and all this other stuff. And then I think in around the same time I did burlesque, actually, fun fact, I discover the law of attraction and I just started mm -hmm. manifesting stuff. I was still going through the shit at the same time, but I started manifesting and started right. really believe like realizing and I if I remember correctly I think that's one of the first when we worked at incisive together I think we used to talk about that yeah and that's how we realized that we oh, had yeah, that yes. in common oh yeah yeah I think um it was you because for everyone listening Jackie and I used to work together when we were doing make doing events <laughs> in person oh, events yes. that are like not happening right now um but yeah there was a book I think it was like something about the it was like i'm gonna mess this up but something squared or e squared it was that was like in the title yes and it was about it was like different experiments to do that you can t do at home to prove that the law of attraction actually is a mm -hmm. thing and i mean all i think everything except for like the planting anything was like planting i was like i don't have time for this i don't have soil i ain't got none of that i'm not doing it um <laughs> It worked, and that was so interesting. I remember us having conversations about that. Yeah, absolutely works. It's actually one of the first books that I recommend to people when they first come to see me, that they're like, I'm not sure about oh, this maybe. law of attraction thing. I'm like, um, what's happening, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, you're manifesting with your thoughts. So you can do whatever the hell you want. But if you want a fun little experiment, get this book. And just, like, mm -hmm. the first thing is, like, get a free cup of coffee. Like, will a free cup yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. The one that I remember where me and my roommate were up so really late because we were like, oh my God, this is so cool. It was the hanger one where you get the wire hanger. I still hanger do that. And you, I still wait, prove that to people. Yeah. 
that's my favorite one because you bend the wire in like this L shape and you put the shorter end in, in the middle of your your hands really lightly and it's kind of you know dangling about it within your hands and when the the wires open up when you feel good and when you have negative thoughts or immediately when you're when you're switching your mindset to think negatively they close and now when i ever since then when i walk around feeling kind of like crappy and mm-hmm. i'm like oh, i picture those those wires closing off and immediately i'm like nope got to shift got to shift this recognize it don't bypass of course but um yeah, I, I picture that. So that that book definitely is a great one to to kind of get put it in literal terms for those who can't have a hard time believing or think it's all like woo woo and whatnot. Exactly, it's it's an awesome book. But yeah, so I started, I guess, to circle back, whatever. I started with um, the law of attraction, and then I just I went through like years of just discovering myself and then just getting sick of living with anxiety every day, getting sick of living with depression. Yeah. I went through a period where within 18 months, I had a nervous breakdown from a job. Then I got fired from there. Then I moved, rebuilt my entire life, met a guy, adopted cats, um, got a new job. Got to have a cat. And then, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then... I got into a car accident, I was injured, and that's the first time I started going to Reiki because the doctors were like, you don't have anything wrong with you. All the tests I went through, I didn't have anything wrong with me. Um, I was like in emotional turmoil again, almost having another nervous breakdown, and then I went on disability, almost returned to my job. My job let me go right before I was supposed to return to disability, from disability. My boyfriend moved in, but he acted like he didn't want to move in, which turned out he really didn't. Um, And then he broke up with me and moved out right before Thanksgiving. So that was in 18 months, all of that happened. And I'll never forget, because I thought he was full of, this guy was full of shit. So I went to who became my Reiki teacher, James Benet in Hoboken, and I heard great things. My cousins have been going to him. And I went to him and he, he looked me straight in the eye and he goes, you know why nothing's working out? And I was like, uh, clearly not. Can you just tell me like what I need to do? <laughs> clearly I'm, I'm doing something wrong. He goes, what is happening? Yeah. He goes, because you're not supposed to be doing what you're doing. You're supposed to be doing this. And I was like, so I'm supposed wow. to open my own business. And I was like, I need money. Like I have no job. I don't have time for this. But it turned but it turned out I went on unemployment. I started learning Reiki that January. I took I was a complete disaster. I was 35 years old, about to move back into my parents' attic because I just had that horrific two year span. Yeah. And it was the weekend before that and I was just broken. And then I just did Reiki on myself almost every day. I started Facing my stuff, I started healing. And then in March of that year, so like two months later, I took Reiki 2 and something just like clicked in my mind. And I was like, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. I don't Mm -hmm. need to find another full time job. So when my unemployment went out, what I did was I just started waiting tables and I had no idea what I was doing. I just told people, I'm like, I'm going to start a Reiki business. And nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like 2017 before it blew up on the East Coast. 
they're looking at me like, yeah, it's good for you. Good for you. And I was like, I'm just going to start a business. Then I found a space with sharing with somebody. And from that, that crumbled. And then I found a wonderful space that I wound up being after two years. And now I'm in, now I'm in Red Bank and I, I do it out of my home and I also do it virtually. So yeah, I mean, the long, the long of the short. So many, yeah, but so much in that too, because it, and a lot of people, and I, I'm guilty of this too, we kind of start, it's like beating on a dead horse to make something work. And you're like, well, why isn't this working? I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to have a you know, reliable job and, and just walk the line here and follow this course of society. Mm-hmm. And then things don't work out. And then you kind of get into your head like, well, what's wrong with me? Or, you know, and here we go again. Nothing works out for me ever. You, you, a story that you keep telling yourself. When in reality, it's just the universe telling you, boo-boo, this is not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> we're trying to get you out of this and in the right direction why are you resisting so as as painful as that those 18 months sound for you at the same time you would not have known or or been pushed otherwise to to do what you're doing yeah it's not to me that's what it sounds like at least um my god and I think I remember you know us having conversations during that time too when you're just like oh my goodness what what the fuck is going (laughs) on um yeah, yeah, and then the point where you said, "Oh, it 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 kind of hit me when I, you know, started doing Reiki." What did that moment feel like for you, or what? How did that resonate with you, where you were like, "Yeah, this guy is right," or because a lot of times people, I know my, I'm guilty of this mm-hmm. too, when you're like, "All right, am I listening to my ego? Is this really me that I'm listening to? How do I know that that I'm not just creating another, you know, avenue that I'm gonna, it's not gonna crumble or that isn't meant for me?" I should say. Um, how do I know that I'm really uh, lighting up and I know that this is what I'm supposed to do in my heart? What, did, what was that like for you when you, that kind of light bulb went off? It just felt like the only, th- the only thing I can say is it felt like home. It just felt mm-hmm. right. Like there was no like, there still is no, there's never been a day since then for over four years now. Almost, it's going to be five years in March. And five, wow. almost five oh years gosh. now that, like, yeah, I know. Right. That I've doubted that this is my mission. Like it's, it's just, mm-hmm. I really feel so grateful and so blessed to be shown in this lifetime, what my purpose is. Like, I can't take, take it for granted at all. Like I don't at all. It's not like, Oh, this is my mission and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, no, this is, I am here to help people. I have been through the trenches, like not just one time, not just in those 18 months. There's probably been like five cycles of me being in the trenches before those 18 months. And I want to prove to people that you, first of all, you can change. I hate when people say that they can't change. They're stuck in their ways and all that stuff. Me too. If you are willing to, you will change. That's, that's the bottom line. Yes. I don't care how fucking old you are. You will change. But Absolutely. I, I just want to show people like I came I, I honestly feel like I came from like the depths of hell at some points in my life. And now it's life's not perfect. I'm still a human. I still have emotions. Right. The last two years have been God knows what. Um but I'm able to cycle through my 
emotions much faster. I'm able to allow myself feel them mm -hmm. and then release them. And I want to show people that this is possible. Like you can have the life and the emotional freedom that you really want because so many people have lost hope, especially in the last two years. And they're just trying to get through the day. Mm -hmm. And I feel so sad for them. Oh, completely. I mean, I, I, I can never, I can only imagine like how many people have it worse. You know, I, sometimes I get a little bent out of shape with how things are, but there's always somebody else who has it much, much worse than what you're going through. So definitely a lot to be grateful for. Um, and then going back to kind of, you know, you kind of wanting to show people that you can get out of this, what better teacher? Cause there's some people, especially on social media or, um, yeah, I guess primarily on social media that you, that you see that it just looks like they're this epitome of perfection and they had no bumps in the road and there's, they don't like to show that side of what they've gone through, but yet they're a teacher. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to learn from somebody, I want somebody who's gone through the crap and can talk about it and, and can, can say, Hey, I've went through hell and I know how to navigate out of it. So I think that's amazing that yes, as much as the those the discomfort and the turmoil that you've gone through, this healing process is just a testament of your work. It's like your portfolio yeah. in a way, <laughs> but to really show people you can do this. It really is. And it's funny. And I've noticed this really early on with my practice that every single person that I come across that either comes to me or opens up to me in some way, um, I can relate to with a little piece of me. Like there's a little piece of my story in them. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting because sometimes like, you know, with therapists, there's that line that you can't cross really like talking about yourself with my practice. What I find is really yeah. helpful is sometimes like, first of all, I channel, so I don't even know what's coming out of my mouth half the time. Oh, so cool when I'm channeling and I'm like, you have to, I start to tell a story about myself. I always tell the people, I'm like, there's a point to why I'm telling you this personal antidote about myself. It's not just to talk about me. It's so you can see, and you can trust me a little bit more right. by seeing where I came from. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh my goodness. Like, and you channel like it's a meditative, meditative state and you just do you know what you're saying as you're saying it or afterwards you're like, it's what? It's so funny. It, it's, <laughs> I don't do like transcendental channeling where like my eyes close or my eyes shift or anything. It's just kind of like, it almost feels like something, it's going to sound so weird. It feels like something like is like descending on my crown, just like this. And it's like, okay. like a tube mm -hmm. that's going up and I feel the air starts to feel really thick and I just start to get like messages that half the time make sense to me half the time they don't and before I know it like I'm almost channeling right now to be quite honest with you because I'm not really paying attention to what I'm saying I'm just kind of letting it flow it's coming out it's yeah just, I know that yeah it just comes out and then if I think about it too much though it totally screws it up and it stops what I'm saying mm -hmm. so when delivering messages oh, yeah. it's just like it's like this knowledge that I've just been like popped into my head and I just have to deliver it in the way that it comes in. So it's, it's, That's so cool. it's really, I use my hands a lot when I channel too, which I'm noticing I'm doing right now. So <laughs> I don't use my hands a lot when I'm talking despite being Italian and Puerto Rican, 
but I use my hands when I <laughs> like I do a lot of like hand motions like this because I feel physically feel the energy yeah. moving around like I'm moving it around me to get the messages a bit more yeah, I, I usually talk about my hands too. Like this podcast, I'm like I'm holding my hand down because usually I'll be like this in the car. Well, you know, I was just with my mom this past weekend, and she's like, "You move your hands a lot when you talk," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's like my muscles for my mouth. Like I don't, I don't know." But that's Thanks that's so interesting. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because um, you know, I've taken a couple of acting classes. I love taking acting courses, and and you have to like prepare like a scene mm-hmm. beforehand. And they always say you can't worry about the you know the lines are the last thing to worry about. And I'm like, all right, and but you have the camera because everything's on Zoom, so I have the camera here, and this guy's looking at me in this other window, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how am I gonna focus on this? But somehow, it, I'll go through the the whole scene, but I'm like watching myself go through the scene, and I don't know if that that feels what like channeling would feel like, but mm-hmm. it, it's odd, like. It's like, oh, wow, it's just coming out. And as it's, as I'm doing it, I'm, like, watching myself, like, oh, wow, you're really doing it. Like, <laughs> without even really thinking what's happening. And usually those are the times where I'll do something really, really well or the scene just comes across great or I get the best feedback. It's like you, you know, I think the best way to explain it is you let your, your subconscious mind just take over. Yeah. You trust yourself. You trust your memory of what you have. You trust your knowledge. To just let it flow the way it really needs to. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about that flow. And I love what you said too about how when people, some people say, well, I, I can't change or this is how I am. They're totally rejecting that flow. Like I, I just want some people who yes. are so resistant to change to be like, if you only knew what it could be like just to kind of not be in control, but at the same time, let yourself just accept it and, and have that fluid type of flow state happen within you um it, it, then you would realize oh wait that, that is not who I want to be or I don't want to be that way and you can choose then right but yeah there's there's so many people and I, and I hate when I hear that where it's like well this is just where I am and I like 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 okay you don't want to you don't want to take advantage of this whole scope of life and and what the possibilities are, you'd rather just stay like right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, people are scared of their inner demons. People yes. are scared of their inner demons. They're scared of feeling too much. With a with a, they're scared of doing going in the shit. Mm-hmm. They're scared of hitting the, the bottom. Yeah, because it because they don't know if they'll ever come up. Yeah. And I understand. I totally understand it. One hundred percent. Like I had to make peace with myself I had to make peace with my shadow side Mm -hmm. in order to get here and it's funny I actually did that during a psilocybin trip I told you about mine and then I think I don't know if you had done it at the same time or not or after but I I do think that psilocybin forces that though I think you have no choice (laughs) what was your did you have an intention when you started like yeah So I had an intention and I did it in a very specific way. Like I studied and I read a lot about how to do it. I have the John Hopkins psilocybin playlist. I laid down. I had an eye mask. I had my headphones. I was nice and comfy. I had a sitter. And um, I, yeah, I started with the intention of whatever I need to bring me to the next level, please come through. And it was interesting because during that time, it was like my clo- my eyes were closed and I had the, the, um, 
the eye mask on and I saw like a triceratops walk over me and all this like weird like and it was like you're laying on the ground and you see like the feet just go over you it was really interesting it wasn't scary but then like it started to get a little not it started to get what would traditionally be scary but I was like understanding I'm like oh no this is your shadow side like you just have to accept it like it's a part of you it's not going anywhere and the faster you accept it the easier things will be going forward I come it's weird because like you said it's scary but not scary uh, scary more and like you don't know what you're going to expect mm -hmm. but whatever does pop up is already within you at least for me that's how I took it as like I'm like nothing terrible is going to come up here because I don't have I'm not that damaged but, <laughs> but um it it was pretty interesting to like to surrender like my my intention I remember I was like I want to get rid of the fear which is a tall order I didn't really know what I was asking mm -hmm. for and oh man it was it was heavy I researched how like the maps institute out in California does the trips I watched I researched how sitters do like the FDA is actually doing a bunch of um oh, trials wow. on it I interviewed for to do one of the FDA studies and I was I was rejected because I'm not I'm not bad enough at this point <laughs> Like if I was worse, it was a few years ago, I would have been, been accepted, but I'm, I've healed enough. Cause it's, they say, and I saw this on the documentary called dosed. Um, mm -hmm. they say that one trip is the equivalent of 40 therapy sessions. It can be, which it can be, I really, yeah, I really do think so. I really, really do. Um, it's some powerful stuff. You definitely need someone with you. Definitely a good, um, a good process to identify the pain points identify what needs to be healed mm -hmm. um because even it, like one trip isn't going to solve your problems I mean, no. clearly but it will definitely highlight them for you <laughs> and then you're like okay I have a lot of work I need to do um or exactly. it'll make you look at it from a different perspective at least um no I I absolutely loved it and you know people I know people microdose have done that too and it's mm -hmm. uh especially during like 2020 and on it was it was needed it was, necessary. <laughs> it was um yeah I can't I, I honestly I still don't even believe the world that we live in right now it's really it's it's uh, we are in an alternate yeah. we have in an alternate universe and it's funny because I've went to all different kinds of healers I've done like tantra healers I've done regular healers I've oh. done everything and the the main reason why I went to like a bunch of people a few months ago was because I could not stay here. Like my, my mind was always up in like the universe. It wasn't here. And every healer was like, Jackie, you are living in the 4d world, but your clients are in the 3d world and you need to come back to earth. <laughs> so I, I was like, okay. people are mean. I don't want to be here. So it was yeah. I just my soul wanted to ascend so badly, but I was like, I, I really had to learn how to ground to protect, to feel safe here. Yep. It was tough. It was boundaries. Tough. It was a really tough yeah. few months. Really, really tough. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm still kind of like in that funk where I don't want to, like, I want to participate, but then I don't want to participate in the world. <laughs> like, oh, in, yeah. I don't, and by participate, I mean like you know, kind of just how things were before if you want to call that even normal 
or not, um, which to me, I don't think it was completely healthy no. and normal. Mm-mm. I think, I think we, as, we as, as horrible as, yeah, as horrible as what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We needed to slow down a bit and really reassess. Um, and I've completely reassessed as well, but that's, that is true. It's, it's what we, we, what we need. It's one of those things where we'll look back and be like, okay, wow, I see why that happened or I see why that needed to take place. At least I'm hoping for that. No, it um, will. But it we'll will. say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we but have get, a few more years. Yeah. We have a few more years and then yeah. we'll be good. Yeah, because it, it, we, we're in it, but then it's, we have to heal collectively as well. It's, yeah, and, we, you know, we haven't done the work yet. We're, we're still... No. We're still uncovering. We're still in that... We're not, we we're are. Not in the dip, we're not in the pits of hell still. But now we're, now we're, um, we're starting we're to climb hall. up the ladder. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're starting yeah, to climb yeah, up the ladder. We're a, few, we're a few steps up. We're like closer to purgatory, what people, what people yeah. consider purgatory than hell right now. Lots of work that you've done, lots of experiences, so necessary to be a healer. But what kind of services do you offer? Yeah, so I do, um... Reiki sessions in person. I do Reiki sessions distantly. I do um, straight up readings for people. And then I do something called the soul session. So the soul session is basically like, we talk about every area of your life and I channel, you tell me what's happening Mm -hmm. and I channel and we get like a good routine of what you can do to improve your life and enter like have more peace come in. So it's, it's kind of like a reading, kind of like Reiki session, but it's more constructive, if that makes sense. And a lot of Got people it. have been doing yeah. that lately because they're like, I don't know what direction my life is going in. And I'll get, you know, I'll get all kinds of messages. I'll be like, oh, you need to get more house plans. You need to clean your cobweb. You need to figure out your home and, and all this other stuff. So it's really... Um, Oh, it's been great and I've been doing a lot of reading parties lately which is fun yet challenging like I had one I have one tomorrow that only has like seven people but I had one two weeks ago and I did 12 back-to-back reading and it's I mean I don't get hungry when I channel for that long but it was like seven hours it was very long very long cool and with with between readings you're actually your Reiki and other work with your clients is there something is it like a common denominator that you say oh my god everyone thinks this or everyone has this issue or everyone has this limiting belief that that you that comes to you all the time I I, I ask that because and everyone that I talk to on here I feel like there's a there's a similarity with everyone mm-hmm. too no matter if you are you know do Reiki or if you're an actress or you're an artist or a therapist everyone kind of has like a similar layer of, of, um, I don't know, familiarity with each other. And as they, as they embark on, you know, their own quest or their own journey. But with you, do you see the same things with your clients? Like, oh, there's a lot of, everyone has like, you know, limiting beliefs or everyone has low self-esteem or everyone just lacks this that you're just shocked or surprised by. I'm not shocked or surprised by anything at this point because (laughs) because of the crazy shit people have come to me with (laughs) because like I I I mean yeah crazy stuff but I will say that it absent like definitely goes in stages like the past I would say the past seven months it's been very young clients people in their late teens 
early early to mid 20s that really? are coming that have a ton of anxiety that know they can't live like this and know it's wrong which is a beautiful thing for them to yeah. recognize at that age because you know I I don't know I just turned 40 so me growing up in my 20s was like anxiety was just not something everyone talked about so for them to be seeking right, yeah. alternative alternative treatments for it is really really cool or I'll have like when I was in one location, I had all stay-at-home moms who lost their, who felt like they lost their identity because they were stay-at-home moms and that's all they mm-hmm. had. So I had a lot of that for yep. a while. Um, it's just, it's, I, I want to say in the last like two years, it's been a lot more of people waking up to know their life is not what they want it to be and realizing that they're so... Mm-hmm. There's options besides what society yes. has taught us growing up. I know this is probably a tough question to just say maybe one, but if you if you can't name one, you can name more yeah. than one. But what's been your biggest lesson so far? Like just looking back right now and saying the biggest lesson from everything that I've gone through ha- is... Is I am really fucking resilient. I am so resilient. I have gotten through so much trauma that could have broken me. And it Mm -hmm. did break me temporarily. But it's just, it's like, I'll give you an example. I used to be scared to fall in love. When I was younger, I would be terrified to fall in love. Right now, I can't wait for it to happen again because I'm ready for it. Yeah. But I think of it, I'm not scared of it anymore because I've been through some really, really bad breakup and I'm still sitting here Mm -hmm. smiling and still sitting here grateful for my life and I've learned lessons from them. So the resiliency is, I I just, I'm very resilient. Like nothing, nothing will keep me down for a very long period of time. I will always pull myself back up and and I mean you have to pull yourself out of it so I've gotten I've gotten pretty good at pulling myself out of stuff oh yeah and I think it's kind of nice a nice feeling when yeah you you might break or yes you might fall apart but Mm -hmm. you build yourself up differently again it's easier said than done I completely understand that because I've been in those situations where people were like everything happens for a reason and I'm like F you I don't want to hear that (laughs) like shut your freaking mouth are you really my friend I know so I I've been through and there's still moments that I'm like I don't know the reason for this but I'm gonna find out one day and I don't want to go through it but it's gonna be okay I'm gonna be fine and I've gotten to the point in my life where like I absolutely 100% like love myself. Like it mm-hmm. took years to get here. And I, I, I'm like, that's why I'm so happy to be looking for like the person and to fall in love with and my next person to be like, to be with. They're going to get I'm the best like, version of you now. They're going to get. They're going to get the yeah. best version of me. And if they don't accept me the way I am and let me have my space and be me, of course, there's compromise with it. Not saying it's my yeah. way or the highway, but I'm more confident in myself right now that I know I'm going to finally, finally make the right <laughs> choice. <laughs> finally. 
Yeah. Well, where can people learn more about your services? Yeah. So they could just go to the website, healingandguidancebyjackie.com. I'm also on Instagram, although I will admit I have pulled back from Instagram recently, but my stories are very active. I just, (laughs) you know, but it's at the same hashtag, hashtag, but it's healingguidancejackie on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Um, you can message me. I'm pretty fast with getting messages back for all the platforms. So yeah, or just, you know, amazing. reach out. Well, I look, look forward to kind of how, you know, you expand all your business, but just also more of you, more, what else is to come for Jackie? I mean, if there's anything that you know, we probably see or learn from the past, it's like, that there's so much more to come. There's so much more that's in store. Mm-hmm. So, but thank you for visiting House Memento, my dear. Appreciate it. My pleasure. If you'd like to contact House Momentum or learn more about today's guest, email housemomentum at gmail.com.